understanding that there's two concerns that they have in their head. There's a problem they have they don't want, a result they want they don't have. And this is what they're on a journey for. They're searching for an answer to those two problems, those two concerns. If you're able to address them, whether it's through a one-on-one conversation, through them looking at your website and wanting to learn more about how you can help them, then there's a possibility of them becoming a prospect. How do you grow and scale your business while avoiding entrepreneur poverty? Hi, I'm Buzz and I've spent over 20 years marketing for entrepreneurs just like you. I've learned there's no one secret to success, but a series of strategies to help business owners scale at will. On this podcast, we uncover invaluable insights that successful entrepreneurs and industry experts use to profitably scale businesses. Welcome to You Are Buzzworthy. everyone. This is your host, Buzz, welcoming you to another great episode. Today, I want to address the 100-pound gorilla we all see coming. Yes, you got it, the R word. Well, regardless of who you talk to, there is some level of economic turmoil headed our way as soon as January 2023. But if you're anything like me, you refuse to participate in recessions and are looking for ways to not only weather the storm, but come out stronger on the other side. Joining me today to dig into this topic is Howard Walpoff, the Chief Marketing Strategist at Profit Master Business Solutions. Howard has over 25 years' experience helping hundreds of businesses create profitable solutions to drive sales. He's a master of eliminating the state of chaos many small businesses face during turbulent times. He also helps them redirect energies, create accountability, and accelerate performance in an effort to drastically increase revenues, and in the process, make them recession-resistant. Howard, welcome to You Are Buzzworthy. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. So... What say you about the current U.S. economy and what what do you see in the coming months? Well, there's definitely challenges and everyone's feeling those challenges. Inflation has definitely been a painful experience. Not just us, the whole world is feeling it. And thankfully, our levels aren't what some of these other countries are dealing with. But it does bring pain to the individual and bring pain to different businesses. And we're all on the watch to see what does this mean? What is the effect of all of it? And... Uh, the, the pieces that go along with it, the, uh, the supply chains and uh, the, 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 the pricing that goes along with uh, supply and demand. Jesus. And, uh, and uh, I can keep saying ugly words, and, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but the, the, you, you got you to gotta be focused and be ready no matter what happens, good or bad. I agree 100%. You know, if everybody asks, like, what sector do I think is going to be the worst off if things get worse, right? Because I'm with you. Like, I don't really believe that it is as bad as some people say. But I mean, I was listening to a Wall Street Journal podcast the other day, and you had the president of Chase Bank, and he was saying, well, yeah, there's going to be some kind of like how you were saying it. There's going to be some bumps in the roads. And then you go over to Bank of America's president and he's like, we're not only going to have a recession, we're going to have a hurricane of economy in 2023. So 
I don't know. I mean, I think we've already seen a lot of what inflation does to restaurants, what COVID did to the uh, hospitality industry. Is there an industry that you're worried most about if things do go a little more south? I would say an industry in general, but I'll kind of group owners together. Those are really are, I guess, le- less informed and less educated about being a uh, small business owner. But the biggest problem that small business owners have in general, regardless of the economy, is that they weren't taught how to be small business owners, entrepreneurs in college. They don't really teach it, except for some specific programs here and there. They teach you to be an employee. And those that started their business and kind of put everything together and they're the foundation of their business are the first number of sales are going to have bigger problems than those that really planned out launching a business and having a strategy and making sure all the proper pieces were together. I agree 100%. I have a degree in business management. And there is absolutely... And a... Oh, not only business management, with an emphasis on entrepreneurialism. And I'm telling you right now, none one of those classes taught me anything about actually running a business, not managing, technically managing a business. It was about leadership. It was about corporate finance. It was about all these other things that, yeah, like you said, you're being trained to be an employee which I think is really bad. I came out of the Air Force when I started my business. I'd been in the Air Force for 10 years. Luckily, I already had kind of a entrepreneurial experience with side hustles for 15 years. I was trying to be a professional musician for a long time, that whole nine yards. So I think I under already understood the reasonable expectations. I think that a lot of a lot of business owners come in with these like rosy glasses and do you think that's why we see 20% of the businesses close in the first year and then the remaining 50% uh, 50% of the remaining of those closing in the next five years? Uh, rosy glasses is a good way to describe it. Adrenaline is another. Some of it is major chips on the shoulders as they're starting a business because I can do it better than the person I was working for. But they weren't trained to deal with the marketing, the bookkeeping, the HR issues as the business grows. And they're focused on doing the work that they want to be doing, and all of it just gets harder. So that becomes part of the problem of being a business owner. And at a certain point, you just can't juggle it all, and you may not be in the position to hire other people to help you. So what do you do? Sometimes that, that answer is closing the door, and you, you took your shot, and it didn't work, but you probably didn't work. Most of the reason is because you weren't prepared in advance and didn't really fund yourself to get those pieces taken uh, getting addressed the right way as opposed to uh, things that, that came along the road. A lot of times when someone actually reaches out for, for help or is, is researching things, they get a sticker shock of how much some of these things cost because they're not looking at it as an investment in their business. They're looking at it as an expense that they didn't plan for. And that has a lot to do with some of the challenges these businesses have when they're starting. I, I, I couldn't agree with you more. I think that uh, I see it all the time. I've had the, the pleasure of working with over a thousand businesses the last 17 years on the marketing side. And I see marketing being the last thing funded for brand new businesses. And even worse is that I see them not only come to me broke, but they haven't even funded the operations fully because they didn't give the 20 to 50% buffer of what things actually cost versus what they thought it, it cost when they put their business plan together. Um, I have a related question to this. What is your opinion? And this is specifically for you know small businesses, uh, closely held and operated companies. What is your opinion about business plans? 
and their importance to an actual business launching if they're not looking for VC money or they're not going directly to SBA to get a loan to start their business? I like the way you worded the question. Obviously, with the with the latter two examples, you must have a business plan and it must be pretty thorough in all the information that you need to provide to qualify for uh, for those opportunities. I'm always a big believer in having a strategy. So having something, whether whether it's written up as a business plan, whether it is your marketing strategy, your operational strategy, something separate from that script of what you're looking for in a business plan is very important. And it's, it's all about the right planning. Uh, a lot of the people, again, from your answer before, there are people who thought that they can market their business by just putting posts in a, uh, on a Facebook page for their company. Which oh, 2008, so far long ago, right? <laughs> they don't understand that no one goes to them and they don't understand the algorithm. They don't understand the piece to it. It's, it's there just in case someone wants to look to find it. That's, right. that's how I keep explaining it at, at this point. But that's not, you're not making your, your business that way. You have to find different ways to be more strategic on social media. But social media needs to be part of your entire marketing plan, including uh, having relationships with people for referrals and, and having programs for your clients to help uh, them be part of the process as well. So if somebody does take the time to slow down, let the <laughs> adrenaline kind of subside a little bit, right? And then they go, okay, we've got this plan. We've got a great why we're going into business, right? Um, I just had a, a, a show where I talked about, you know, you should be going into business to help people, right? And as service-centric businesses, we only have two reasons to go into business. That's either to solve a problem or help people attain their dreams. You, would you agree with that? I would agree for the most part, because those are really good, wholesome concepts of why people go into business. A lot of times people go into business, again, for, the, for themselves as well. How do I make more money? How do I make better time? They think there's going to be better time in their, in their schedules for themselves. But in truth, yes, if, you, if, if you're not focused on them, the general public, your prospect, your client, they're going to figure that pretty quickly. And it's, it's, it's not an I world. It's a, it's a they world. It is a they world. It's a buyer's market. It always has been. I just think that now that we have more choice in what who we can have uh, do business with, it's really forcing business owners to be more discerning of why they're in business. I've always had the, the methodology or the belief that if you focus on your why, you are going to find money. People will trip over you to give you their money if you are true to what your purpose is, right? Now, that's not to say that you don't go in and look at your pricing strategies and your marketing strategies, your operational strategies, and your salary strategies, all the things you were talking about there. So going back to what I was saying before is that if they've done all of that, they've written all of those strategies down, what do you think causes so much of this chaos that we see in young businesses. Even though we some of them actually do all of these planning and strategy exercises. The planning and strategy exercises are the before. Right. Before you get into the flow of things. The the key word is implement. Can you implement the plan? What are you doing to implement the plan? What kind of results are you getting from it? What kind of measurement are you doing from the implementation of the plan? If you have a marketing plan that includes spending money on uh, digital ads and commercials in, in different ways. How are you going about creating the right message for you that you want your 
that's speaking to your audience and how well do you know your audience? I think that's taking a step back. A good amount of owners don't really have a sense of who their owner, their, their audience is, who's their avatar. Oh my gosh. I'm a plumber and I'm going to put out my, uh, my plumbing sign and uh, (laughs) on my truck and people are going to, going to hire me, but. Right. Oh yeah. If you have pipes, you're, you're a good client for me. Right. Exactly. Anyone who has pipes, right? And that, and I think that what I'm hearing you talk about is is efficiencies are thwarted from trying to be everything to everyone. Really, is what I'm I'm hearing you say. Like, if you're trying to please ten different segments of the market, that means you have ten different ways you have to produce your product or service. There are some companies that can do that, but it's right out of the gate, far between. And, and you really have to figure out who your audience is, where, where's your location of your business and, and the uh, surrounding neighborhoods of how you can reach out to them. Again, I always get plumber on the brain when I look at some of my examples. Right. But it's, it's how are you going to really speak to them and really understanding that there's two concerns that they have in their head. There's a problem they have they don't want, a result they want they don't have. And this is what they're on a journey for. They're searching for an answer to those two problems, those two concerns. If you're able to address them, whether it's through a one-on-one conversation, through them looking at your website and wanting to learn more about how you can help them, then there's a possibility of them becoming a prospect. But if you're not doing that and they don't see how you can help them, they can move on to somebody else. I, I agree. There are people who can serve a lot of different segments of their market. But I have a feeling that that has more to do with your prior experience in the field in which you're serving and your logistical abilities coming into the job of owning a business. Would you agree? I, I would agree. And, and really, it's a very small percentage of businesses that can come out like that right out of the gate. So dealing with everyone else, you can't really assume that you are everything to everybody. Right. Trying to be the Elon Musk as you open the doors and start and, and build rocket ships right out the gate, right? Well, if you have a big neighborhood multiplex movie theater, there's going to be an interest by lots of different types of people to do that. It's very rare. You have the opportunity to launch a minor league baseball team in your community. Very different types of, of audiences, mm-hmm. and they don't have to be I like baseball audiences because that's about entertainment. But if you're a plumber, if you're opening a bakery in a a strip mall, you need to figure out who your audience is, where they are, and how you can speak directly to them as opposed to getting a a bullhorn and speaking to everybody. So when we're boiling this down to saying, okay, be focused on what you do, who you do it for, great advice. What other action item could we give our listeners that they could take away today to avoid the threat of closing their doors amongst any or amid any economic landscape coming in 2023? I think first and foremost, everything starts with the website. And I say that because this is something, again, people on a journey, they're going to go searching on Google, trying to find information about you. Someone says, hey, why don't you check out so-and-so? They're going to go online and try the first thing I do is take a look at your website. So websites are very dangerous for companies because not everyone understands what should be on a website. And you can get companies that you work with that sell you a lot of things that don't make any sense to everyone else. I love the ones that wish from the side and all this visuals. And the person who purchased it thought they got a top-notch website. But those are annoying to the people who are trying to do a search and trying to find information. And if it is a digital brochure that just talks about how great you are, what you've done, what what accomplishments you have, how how great you will feel working for them, they can get turned off very quickly. 
because it's not I, I, I. It's about how are you going to help them? And uh, lots of companies, unfortunately, start off new with new websites that don't speak to their avatar whatsoever. And others that somehow have made it long enough, I still love the ones that have websites that are 10 years old. You can't use them on the phone. You're sitting there trying to drag around looking at these old uh, old graphics and uh, you, you can't get information off it. But they made an investment in a website. They don't need to do it any other time. They don't realize this is something that's a working document that if you're not addressing the questions that the, the, your customers have in their head, they're not going to want to care about anything else that's on there. And you have to evolve with how those questions may tweak along the time and in, uh, in years. So we know that we have to work our website. We know we have to talk to our target segment in our market. We know we need to stay focused on our buyer. What about the operations? How important is it today, the operational side of things? Because I remember in the 90s and the early 2000s, I mean, you could, I watched businesses fail up, like literally not understanding how some of these businesses were still in, that had their doors open. They, their, their operations were so out of whack. You'd walk in, it was a different experience every time. Do you think that consumers have evolved past that and are expecting more? Evolved is a very interesting word. I think I think consumers have gotten more petty Ooh. and uh, and, and petty, become, I like that word. They become their own advocates in the fact that they can pull out their phone and either take video of you as things are not going the right way in their experience, or do their own little broadcast, whether it's on Facebook or TikTok or whatever and complain about the experience and service that they had. Is it true? I don't know. I'm not sure watching the back and forth volley between James Corden and the uh, restaurant owner, where's the line between he was a horrible human being to they had they had a health issue with an allergy for his wife and things might have escalated a little bit. It's That's where the problem is, where people can throw out all these facts about you and your, your business and, and how terrible of a person you are. And that changes the whole dynamic where you may have a thriving business and you make one mistake and have a bad day and it's caught on video with the wrong person who can really destroy the business and you're out of business. So we know we can't tell the future. We understand that we can't thwart all bad business coming through our doors. Is there one piece of advice you could part with us that could help us understand how to actually better prevent those types of situations coming up in our business. I think it goes back to the statement you made before about the reasons why the, the, the wise people go into business. They're in the business to help people. If you have that as your focus throughout and you train your staff to treat people in the proper manner and you're looking out for different situations and as part of the design of the business, design the branding, you have added value opportunities that you're able to provide to your customers that really make their day, that really catch them by surprise. That can help mitigate any challenges that may come about because things do happen. And hopefully it's handled in such a way that people don't get too upset about it, but you're able to move forward with these things. Having a marketing plan, having an operational plan, and making sure that you're creating experience for your customer that they enjoy and hopefully are able to go out and uh, be your your, your marketing evangelist and tell the world how great you are. So have you checked into your why? Why are you in business? And how are you going to use what you bring to your community to carry you through any economic downturn or struggle? Answer that for yourself. Bring it full circle and back into your business 
and stay buzzworthy.